What is up, everybody? Podcast, it is so good to be in your ear officially. I have a new microphone. Shouts out Colin, new setup. Committed to the podcast, committed to content, committed to inspiring you. Today, talking to an awesome student, Hannah. She asked if she could interview me for a class. We had a great conversation talking about powering through insecurities and what's on the other side of those, aka greatness, your awesomeness talking about how this intersection of fear and excitement is 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 really where passion lives and pushing through those insecurities because that's where the greatness is found you got this enjoy the episode i love you podcast peace okay recording started great very excited okay now this is a bit this is a bit different um hannah you asked me if you could interview me and then i was like hey could we record it for the podcast in case this could help other people. So you're a good sport. You're awesome. And I appreciate you uh, being so cool to let us record it. Of course. Thank you for taking the time to talk to me. And I just, and I, and by the way, for everybody listening and watching one day, um, I told Hannah, we're going to keep it real, real. I'm going to talk to her the same way if we were having a phone call, but Hannah is awesome. She, um, has such a great spirit. I love her creativity. We talked a couple of months ago um, and I actually dropped the ball on like making introductions. So I'm going to do that for you, but we'll talk about that. Um, but tell me what you wanted, because this is your interview now. You have to interview me, you said, for what? Tell me, tell me, paint the picture. Uh, for a professional orientation class I'm taking to get my BFA in theater design. What does BFA stand for? Bachelor of Fine Arts. Love it. Love it. So the stage is yours. I, um, I'm, I'm, I'm honored that you asked me for real. Well, I'm honored that you, uh, are, are letting me interview you. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So I, I guess my first question, uh, basically is just like, how did you sort of get your start, uh, in the entertainment world? So I graduated college from Indiana and I had seen the movie, uh, Jerry Maguire. Do you know that movie? Yeah, of course. Because um, you're 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 uh, you're younger than I. Um, but yeah, I am. Um, would I be if I hadn't, though? Amen, amen. So I saw the movie Jerry Maguire. I was 16, and I said in that moment to my friend Andrew Kaloff, "I am going to be a sports agent" because I thought that was the path that I wanted to follow. And um, I was just super focused in that moment. And so for the next, um, you know. Well, actually the next 10 years, I was like very, very focused on that. And I moved to California right when I graduated and I started working at a talent agency called Creative Artists Agency. And I started as a floater, just filling in the human resources um, woman said that there was an opportunity to be a floater. meaning you just fill in for people who are sick. I'm like, I'm in. I just wanted to get in. It was such a bigger picture for me. So I was like, I want to be there. I feel like they're the best. And I started literally two weeks after I graduated from Indiana. I moved out to California, started as a floater, and then got on a desk, meaning as an assistant to an agent who worked um, in the endorsement division, meaning they did all of the endorsement deals for the clients. So if Julia Roberts was doing a deal with a makeup company, they would broker that deal. And I worked there for a year on that desk and then transitioned into the motion picture department, worked for a talent agent there. Um, and and then um, actually went into the mailroom, got promoted into the agent training program. 
um, came out of the mailroom and um, had the opportunity to work for Richard Lovett, who's the president of the agency. And while I was working for him, he acquired IMG's football, baseball, and hockey divisions. And overnight, CAA was in the sports business. And I helped get it up and running um, just because I was in the right place at the right time, had experience across different departments within CAA. And so I helped the agents and the athletes just feel integrated. And I was actually, and it's so funny thinking back now on the timing of it, it was about 10 years from seeing Jerry Maguire to literally being promoted. I think I was 26 when I was promoted as a sports agent at CAA. And long story short, I really did some soul searching after a year and was like, you know what? Music is really where my passion is. And so I, I literally like demoted uh, I, like myself essentially, became an assistant again, moved out to the New York office, worked for an agent named David Zedek and really was on a mission to learn the music business. And the f- it was in December when I started and the office was closed. And he said, I need you to go cover a show for a band we just signed. They're, they're opening up for Miley Cyrus. They're called the Jonas Brothers. And so I was like, sure, I'll cover a show. I didn't even know what cover a show meant. But I took a train out to New Jersey. And right when I walked into the arena, I could feel it was like the, it was like the, the Beatles were starting. You could just feel the energy in the arena. And I was like, this is where I need to be. Like, And I literally get chills like thinking about it. I was like, this is where I need to be. Like music management is what I think I need to do. And literally in that moment, I knew I was going to leave CAA. It was six years and I thought I was going to stay there for my whole career. I loved it. But there was just something inside of me that kept kind of bubbling up. And so long story short, after six years, I left CAA. Um, I ended up working in the music department for eight months, but I um, had connected with the Jonas Brothers uh, father and a guy named Phil McIntyre and said, I am super passionate about music. And um, they were just starting their company around managing the Jonas Brothers, managing Demi Lovato. It was right around the time Camp Rock was starting. It was just this like craze. And I literally packed up my apartment in New York, took my two suitcases and took a cab to their hotel and got on their tour bus. And it was just a rocket ship for two years. And that really was the, that was like the first eight years of my career out of college. Sorry, that was a super long winded answer to your question, but that was really how I got into it. But it's interesting talking it out loud. This is kind of like a therapy session here. Um, how old are you? If I don't, if you don't mind me asking, I'm 21, 21. So you're super, super, super young. So at that point, again, I was, I was like just out of college, but I think the headline, if I can offer you just even some advice as I talk it out loud, don't be afraid to change your mind. Like really don't be, because what you think is like the thing, just be open to things potentially changing and really listen to what is bubbling up and what's exciting for you because you can really easily, especially with pressures from outside, get on a track that becomes not easy, but in a sense like, hard to leave because it's comfortable, I guess is, is the word, but don't like I could have 100% wrote it out, had an amazing career at CAA, but there was going to be something inside of me just from me, my story that was always going to be unfulfilled. And so I think the lesson to you genuinely is don't be afraid to change course. Even if it like 
doesn't make sense to others, if it makes sense to you, keep honoring. I mean, look at how many iterations it was like, okay, talent agency, sports, no, movies, no, music management, no, like it just, it, and, and even today, it's it's not even like, it, it, it has more iterations. So that's really how I got my start. Sorry for the long-winded answer. No, I appreciate it. It was you actually answered uh, my second question, which was, what advice do you have for young artists who want to get started? Um, I, yeah. yeah. All and your just, debt, I think, is, is the... A hundred percent. And just to sort there. of like build on that a little bit. Um, I'm building a... I've been building this motivational musical, a live show. I wanted a way to share all of these tools and tips and things that I was sharing on social media. And I wanted to build it as a show. And tried to figure out like what way to do it. I wasn't really interested in giving like a keynote. I wanted to turn it into a musical and it's literally taken me like, like four or five years to like do it. And I did one show in LA, but then I really wanted to switch it up and like make it a little different and turn it into like this like dance party. It it doesn't even make sense to anybody but myself in my head. And literally, and now I'm 40. And literally just this morning, I'm still working on it. I worked on it this morning at 5.30 in the morning and I'm still getting clear on it and it's, it's exciting to me. But what I want to impart to you and to whoever listens to this is I so believe that where, where like fear and excitement meet, like where fear and excitement meet, like that's passion. And I think you're going to, you're going to hit so many insecurities of like, Oh, what will people think? What will my parents think? What will my friends think? You have to block that out and really get like quiet and listen. And and listen, I'm talking to myself because again, I'm 40. It's taken me five or six years to build like my like ultimate passion project. And it's just becoming clear. But I think honestly, Hannah, it's taken so long because I've had so many false starts of you know, I'm going to just shelve it. I'm going to, I'm going to like start a talk show and just take the safe route, you know? And like, you know, but I would say, don't be afraid to change your mind, but man, if you can even one inch listen to yourself more than your insecurities, that's the sauce. That's the sauce. And it's hard. It's hard, especially I think in the arts, you know, because it's subjective. Like, you could paint something and you could think it's the best thing in the world and maybe you won't find a buyer for it for 20 years, but then one person comes along and gives you 500,000, like you, who, you know, like nobody knows. I think that's the headline. Nobody knows, you know, and, and I follow a great guy on social media, Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V, and we may have even talked about him in our first call, but man, when you get insecure, follow him. He's just, he's an amazing entrepreneur. He puts out spectacular content to help plug you in and really, really help you just dial it into what you're, what you're meant to be doing. So follow him, Gary V. V. Noted. I'm going to write that down. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, well, okay. So one of my other questions is what are you working on right now? I would love to hear more about this motivation yeah. speaker. Yeah. musical. For sure. So, and if you need um, a props artist for it, give me a shout. So, what'd you say? If you pro- 100%. No. You need a props artist, then call me. I'm actually legitimately going to write that down. I'm not even kidding you. I would love to. Super cool. Awesome. Yeah. I would love to work on it. 100%. So, um, 
again, the sort of long story short is about five or six years ago, I was going through a really tough time, just emotionally, mentally, didn't feel like I was even mentally strong, didn't even know what mental health was. There was just a lot of different things coming at me, Um, was in debt, was switching careers. My grandma had just passed away. It was just a lot of change in my life. And it kind of really broke me open. And I started to go to work on myself, started to meditate, started to exercise, started to eat well, started to read a lot and just became a student of like life and trying to get better in all areas. And as things started to work, I started to share them. And I started to think, okay, like I love, I love the stage. I love, I, I love the, the performance. I love, I love entertaining. And I said, you know, I want, I want to figure out a way to deliver a live show, but I don't want to do a keynote. I don't want to get up there and just do like a keynote. It's not me came up, you know, through music management, saw the stage, saw the arena. I loved that. Wanted to get to that. And, um, so, um, about four years ago, um, I put together a show where I would message, I would talk about nutrition, I'd talk about sleep, I'd talk about time management, I'd talk about your passion project. And then I'd go into a song that sort of matched that element. And it was kind of like a, almost like a sing-along, like TED Talk meets a concert. And there was one moment in the show where I switched up the lyrics to a Taylor Swift song, um, Blank Space, and I switched it to Headspace, about a meditation app. And I'd talk about mental health, and then I, and then I literally, I like, I, I, I rapped about it. Like I switched up the lyrics and, um, the night before the show, I was practicing it and I did that part and I did the whole show and the lighting guy came down after and he said, what did you think of the show? And I said, well, I, I thought it was, I thought it was cool, but I'm going to take out that Taylor Swift moment. I'm like super insecure about it. I'm not sure it's going to really land. And he goes, no, dude, that was the best part. And so, um, I was like, all right, I'll leave it in. And in that moment, in the show, that was the part that connected the most when I would, when I was talking about mental health and then I literally did this like fun tongue in cheek rap. And in that moment, I was like, that's going to be the whole show. And so over the last three or four years, I rewrote the lyrics to all of just my fun. I feel, I feel like I'm a teeny bopper at heart in sync and Backstreet Boys and Britney Spears and Taylor Swift and rewrote all the lyrics to match the themes of this show. And, um, and then I was like, I'm going to take it one step further. And this just literally this morning, I've sort of been teetering on this idea back and forth and back and forth. Do I do it on the stage or do I do it literally like on the dance floor, like wedding vibe? Because I would always tell my wife, like, why do we have to wait once a year, no times a year? And even now it's just like wild times, but to experience a wedding, like my favorite place to be is like on the dance floor at a wedding. Like, it's just like the best vibe. And I was like, I want to create like, a life party just to celebrate life. And I want to merge these two things together where I MC the night where I'm going to give you these motivational tools, but it's built into a playlist, you know? So there's going to be sing-along moments, karaoke moments, but like mixed into me, you know, talking about sleep and going into a Justin Timberlake remix. I'm bringing sleeping back. So it's this, this like motivational dance party and it sounds crazy, but um, we're going to do it and you're going to build the props. I'm in. Sounds amazing. (laughs) Yeah, no, that sounds really awesome. Um, Did you start, I know you're very active on on social media. Um, Did you start when you originally wanted to share your like sort of journey? Did that originally start on social media? It was super awkward too. Like you can scroll back on my Instagram. Like there was a moment, and again, this goes back to insecurities where I knew I wanted to share, but 
it was, this was so hard for me. And now I love social media. I mean, look like this is what we're doing. I love it. And it cracked me open. I'm so grateful I did it. And this literally, if you take one thing out of this, like ignore your insecurities and let your soul win out. Because if you go back on my, on my, um, on my Instagram, like all the way back, probably four or five years ago, and I've actually reposted this a few times, but I literally took a walk like legit. And Instagram videos had just started. You could just post 15 seconds. And I literally took a walk. I'm like, I'm going to share this. I came back, swack lighting in my room. I turned it on. I'm like, I just took a walk. Felt really good. Like you should take a walk. And it was like super awkward. It was so ridiculous. But in that moment, the power of me doing that and opening the door for me to then share was like, that was the beginning. That was the beginning, you know? And so it, uh, I'm so glad I did that. And again, as it relates to, to you, and I think in all of us, like, it's so weird. Like, why are the things that we're so excited about? Why are those the things that are sometimes the most um, insecure moments? And I think we got to push through that, you know? But that is how it started. It was a 15 second wackadoo post on social media about walking. That is crazy. And it just ballooned into this whole like passion project of yours. Literally. Literally. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. But you know, what a journey for sure. For sure. Um, yeah, I guess, um, my last question, I know we only have a few minutes left. Yeah. And uh, we have, I actually have till two thirty. So whatever you're, we're cool. Oh, great. Okay. You're honoring the time. That's kind of you. Um, yeah. My last question, um, what would you say is the most rewarding and the most challenging part of your job? I guess it's kind of two questions. But. Question. The most rewarding are having moments like this where I was afraid, and this is like really weird and meta, but like you know, the, the, this setup may look super pro. This just happened. This is like the first time I've actually really used it like this. Like it took me, you know, so long to even like commit to investing in a camera and a microphone and lighting. And again, I'm 40, like you're, you're 19 years ahead of the game, like with where you're at. And so if you can learn a little bit from me, I'd be grateful to sort of pass it along. But the most rewarding part is, when you bet on yourself and you break through those fears and you feel these kind of moments, like now I'm talking about it where like even this morning and just there's so many times where you're just in your basement or in your room creating something or doing something where nobody sees anything. But then when you get to like show it and like, I know that I'm sure you have those moments where you have the performances and you get to see your work on stage. I think that for me, and maybe it's similar for you, it's that hard work when no one's watching, but knowing where the story's going to end, and then you get to experience those moments. Um, and so, again, I, I think this it's and it's interesting. I wasn't really, I really had no agenda for this, but it's interesting. That the sort of main theme is the most challenging are the insecurities. The most rewarding is when you conquer it. You know, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry, I'm just trying to. Write no, no, please. I want to remember. You're cool. You're cool. Yeah. Most challenging is the insecurity. And by the way, if it's helpful for you, I can send you this so you can review it if you need it for your purposes. Oh, that would be great. Yeah. I'm happy, awesome. to. happy to. Happy to. Yeah. No, I, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. Um, those, sure. are, those are all of my questions. Can, can I ask you a question? Yeah, of course. I was going to say if you have anything for me. What, what project are you most excited about right now? And what's if anything, is holding you back from like really bringing it to life? Um, 
Well, that is a super good question. <laughs> I don't uh, have a lot on the slate for um, the near future. Uh, I just finished like a giant, giant project. I built um, a full, I armed a small battalion for a show uh, called She Kills Monsters. Um, but I built like a bunch of ancient Greek, like armor and shields and things like that. And I built some like fantasy level, like battle axes with horns and things on it. Um, and that, that was awesome. The the work that came out of that was just like some of the best stuff I've ever done. But um, yeah, so right this exact second, I'm kind of still recovering from that. Sure. I actually don't have a ton um, like coming up. Um, but I guess, I don't know, I, I would love to, to get back into, um, like 2d art. Cause I've been doing a lot of three dimensional stuff. I actually did the, oh, it's the wrong direction. Sorry. It's, yeah. it's oh, weird, no. this painting behind me it's right a, here. So, so cool. And I know we talked about this a little bit, but like, yo, please share that stuff. Like you can crush it on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, like are you are you producing a lot of content? I know we talked a little bit about this, but your stuff is so visual. Like even if you had no performances coming up, you could just build for your audience digitally. Yeah, um, I've been been thinking about doing that. Uh, I have a couple of like smaller personal projects. Like I'm building a desk for my friend Sam with like a sliding keyboard tray. Like you should show that process. Like it's so again. Like I think what I'm finding is there's such niche communities online that like mm-hmm. there are hundreds, if not thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people that would actually watch that. And if one person watches it and reaches out and DMs, you, was like, Hey, that's super cool. Like, will you build that for me? That's how things happen. I mean, I was literally singing in Rite Aid, like, because they play like dope music. And then I like, they reached out to me and were like, Hey, thank you so much for saying, I'm like, Hey, if you ever need like a social media reporter to help tell your brand stories, like I'm your guy. And now I'm working with them. Like it, what happens. And again, your stuff is so like, you're an actual artist. I'm just singing in Rite Aid. Like, I, like it's possible for me. Like, you, I mean, look behind, like that's beautiful stuff. So and I'd really, really encourage you to, to share it. And you know what, for me, when I put something out, like, and it's interesting when I, and this is stuff that's like, I'm just really figuring out when I fill these three buckets every day, putting out content, working on now, I'm working on some life coaching program and, um, and my own live event. When I fill those three buckets, I feel fulfilled. And so even if you literally show the process of you building that desk and you putting it out and explaining in the post, Hey, you know, I had this idea and this is like where I'm at and blah, blah, blah. Like people follow along and they get inspired by it. And I think again, even if 17 people see it, like that's cool, you know? Yeah. So I'd encourage you to share, by the way. and, And again, we talked a little bit about this, but like I would be interested in following you on Instagram or in TikTok and like just seeing that as a, as a fan of yours. I'd like to see that. I think that's cool. Thank you. I appreciate that. Never so, had a fan before. Yeah, no, like, and I don't feel like I'm alone. Like I think you should really consider it for real. Thank you. I definitely will. For real, for real, for real. Very cool. Yeah. Anything else that you have for me? This was awesome. Seriously. I'm really, really, uh, thank you for letting me record. I had no idea where this was going to go, but I'm really, I'm grateful that we did record it. Yeah, me too, for sure. And I have a bunch of great notes. I think my, my teacher will be very impressed with this. Okay, good. And I'll, and I'll send you, um, I'll send this to you too. So you have it. Awesome. That would be amazing. Thank you so and we'll much. Connect, we'll connect after this and I still want to make some intros for you. Okay. I want to make good on that. Thank you. I appreciate it. That'd be awesome. 
All right, my friend, keep rocking, okay? Yeah, you too. Thank you, Hannah. Say hi to your mom. I will. Okay. Bye. Bye. Podcast, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. Please subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Leave a review, leave a comment. I'd love to hear from you and share it with a friend. I love you, podcast. Peace.